A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Secret Cabinet. Hello and welcome to a little surprise episode from The Secret Cabinet, because the original episode marks the one-year anniversary from when this show started, which is kind of historical in and of itself. So in celebration of this event, Budla made a short, quick and dirty episode so we can all celebrate together. A birthday cake for your ears, if you will, today with the staff of the pharaoh. It's amazing how quick things get lost. I could sing a song of that, glasses, keys, girlfriends, but apparently that also happens with penises. You don't pay attention for one second and whoops, it's gone. Just like the first episode, that's what happened to Napoleon's best piece, but that also happened to the most famous Egyptian of all time. None other than Pharaoh Tutankhamun. The 1868 discovered mummy from 1324 BC and the very early deceased Pharaoh was for the first time x-rayed, they noticed that an essential body part was missing. Well, I mean, also his right ear was missing, a couple ribs. Quickly, a list of suspects was written up of who might have nicked the pharaoh's phallus. They didn't want to suspect the excavators themselves, who were led by none other than Howard Carter. It must have been somebody that was not a scientist, but still had plenty of time alone with the mummy. The photographer, Harry Burton. Because in the images of 1924, everything was still visible. Only Burton was left unsupervised for some time alone with the mummy. Was that strange souvenir maybe also the reason for his death on account of the curse of the pharaoh? Well, that theory does not let itself be proven. Because not only did Burton die in 1940 at the age of 61, but in a digital scan of the mummy in 2004, the missed piece also appeared again. And the director of antiquities proudly announced 2006 that he had rediscovered the piece. It had just fallen off in 1968 and slid under the body of the good king. The poor pharaoh. That wasn't the only thing that might have been posthumously humiliating because not only did he lose his member, but a de-analysis also showed that he was the product of incest. His parents were probably siblings, which actually excludes the famous Nefertiti from therefore being the real mother. The results of this incestuous disturbance was hormone imbalances in the young pharaoh, which led to some mild to severe uh, scoliosis, which is basically a, which led to a curvature of the spine. 
And additionally, just like other members of his family, he suffered from other bone ailments. He also had a club foot, so he limped a little when he walked, which might also explain the 130 different walking sticks discovered in his tomb. Additionally, right before his death, he had three different breaks on both legs. That, and also perhaps a malaria infection, or as others believe, a sickle cell anemia. But add it all up, and that's what led to his early death of around 18 to 20 years old. And that might also be the reason why the time just wasn't there to build his own real tomb uh, in the style of the other pharaohs. And the British Egyptologist Nicholas Rees suspects that that might have originally been the tomb meant for Nefertiti, his stepmother which one could have hastily reorganized and redecorated a little bit and then walled off the stepmother from the stepson. Reese therefore believed that behind one of the walls of Tutankhamun's um, tomb, there could still be the untouched tomb of Nefertiti. If that's true, and it's not that unplausible, then it could also be possible that the grave of Nefertiti is even more wealthy and richly decorated with more artifacts than that of Tutankhamun. And speaking of potential discoveries, when they did finally examine the uh, royal scepter, they found another surprise. They were able to determine that those doing the preservation and mummifying placed the royal member in a position so that it stuck up 90 degrees aimed at the heavens. But for that, his heart was really missing. This often was not thought to be that important because unlike liver and intestines and stomach and other organs, because often the heart was left in the body because it wasn't deemed that important, whereas the more important organs in their eyes were removed and placed into separate jars within the tomb. This should protect the deceased from hunger and thirst in the afterlife. The Egyptologist Salima Ikram assumes that they took special care in the symbolism with Tutankhamun to counteract the heresy of his father. His father famously replaced the whole pantheistic religion of the Egyptians previously and replaced it with a monotheistic religion of Amun and moved from the old Egyptian capital and built a whole new one called Tel El Armana. And the son Tutankhamun is supposed to restore the old ways and the old gods and bring all that back and get rid of the heresy. Often the burials remind of Osiris's brother Seth, who was tore apart and uh, buried in pieces, basically. And when that happened, he lost his penis. And when Osiris's wife Isis put them all back together, she replaced the missing member with a golden phallus prosthetic. And because the body of, the, of Tutankhamun's mummy was the skin was completely black, it's supposed that he was encased in a kind of uh, black, brackish liquid. Even Howard Carter, the archaeologist who first discovered Tutankhamun's tomb in 1922, said that the scene might be symbolic of or might be reminiscent of Osiris's um, story. Potentially for the reason to scare away potential grave robbers through this, you know, religious uh, symbolism. But that didn't stop Carter himself from torturing the mummy quite a bit further. In the removal of the golden mask, bones in the wrist were broken, some bones in the leg were removed, and the head was removed from the rump. Today, the mummified body is displayed without all of its mummy bindings in a glass case. In his original, but except for the wall murals, completely empty tomb. And even if Reese's suspicions of Nefertiti's walled-up grave turned out to not be true, Tutankhamun has still not given up by a long mile all of his secrets. And that's a hard fact. Well, well it's a fact. 
But before we end this episode, first of all, a big, huge thank you to all the support uh, followers on Twitter and and people that supported the show on iTunes. A lot of you guys did that on the English version now, German too. But uh, yeah, you guys are awesome. Um, there's a lot of new downloads. So thanks a lot for that. Go check out all the other projects on podcastnick.com, podcastnik.com. And we're an Agora Podcast member. So take a look at agorapodcastnetwork.com and darkmyths.org. Both of those sites have a ton of other history podcasts and cool podcasts. This show is created by Deb Budla. If you do speak German, he does do other shows that are awesome. Uh, in this show, he he mentioned me because I started doing these. So yeah, anyways, yep, I've been translating these for a couple of years now. It's awesome. I love this show. Big fan. And with that, I can tell you that in the German version, there's another 50 episodes. This one's 35. So there's plenty more coming. So I hope you enjoy them. Thanks a lot for listening. For Deb Budla, I'm Travis Dow. And stay true and open-minded for the scurrilous, weird facts of the secret cabinet. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 